Jason Howe. But now, first of all, welcome Anika back onto the show, chatting to Sky from Kelly Support Group. You're listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing the voices and thoughts of young people growing up and living in the city we call home. Other than you know your, mm-hmm. your your project putting together the solar panels in your school, what else have you been up to? Uh, yeah, so basically for the last five years, I've been working with this orphanage in India because when I moved to Hong Kong, I felt like connect. To India, like slipping away a little bit without even me realizing. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to do something. Like I've been doing like service activities in Hong Kong, but I need to do something to give back to like where I grew up for like eight years. So I went back and I saw this orphanage ad, and then I went there. And basically, my sister and I have been volunteering for them for the last five years, and we go and teach them. But since this summer, obviously there have been travel restrictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't been able to go at all, and we really still want to reach out to them and help them. So this summer, I've been working on doing a fundraiser for them because because of COVID, their donations have been frozen out, or I mean, they they are having a lot of trouble. So yeah, I've started like a donation campaign on this website called Keto, and mm-hmm. you can basically donate any amount you want, and then it's all going to go to them. So yeah, I'm just really glad to be helping them during the summer when. I had the chance to. Yeah, hey, I really love that. I mean, it's it's really cool that you and your sister have been doing this for the last five years, and it's awesome that you're not letting mm-hmm. COVID stop you from continually contributing to what they're doing there as well. Do you guys talk to them yeah. um, online, and are you able to connect with them uh, through things like Zoom or or FaceTime? Uh, I mean, yeah, we've done it a few times, but I think their access to Even like computers and the internet is limited, so they would rather. I mean, obviously, totally understandably, they would spend a lot of their Wi-Fi, like whatever they have, on education because a lot of them are going through like college, and some of them are even like in primary. They're like all age ranges, so sometimes, but obviously not as much because their first priority would be educating the girls, which is of course totally understandable. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, it's good that you're able to keep in touch, and it's great to hear that you've been doing that as well. Um, how how are, how are you feeling with COVID? I mean, it sounds like you know you've been able to find lots of different ways to keep up your summer plans. Um, but you know, how how mm-hmm. do you, how are you feeling about this third wave of, of COVID happening? I would say the first, I mean, the first two waves where when I mean, everything was closed down, I was I mean I was okay with it. I actually broke my ACL last year. So I, oh, I just no. really, yeah. And then I had surgery like in last April. So this year, I really like four months. I went straight in, and then I really like worked on my fitness for like four months straight to like get back to where I was before. Because before I broke my ACL, I was actually doing karate for like so long for like eleven years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but uh, those two those months were really nice. But the third wave, I would say, I'm a little disappointed as well. Like I'm really starting to feel. There's this new term called like COVID. Um, it's it's basically like you're tired of COVID. Like you're mentally, you cannot stay in anymore. You're just over. Yeah, like yeah. So like you you're just like you don't you subconsciously sometimes you don't even care if you go out and you get it like that's how bad it is for some people like that's an actual thing that's happening now 
yeah. for Hong Kong, especially because I mean, in the U.S., I mean, I don't even know. Americans are just going out anyways. But for us, we have been staying in a lot, and we've had like one of some the best social distancing scenarios here. Mm-hmm. So now everyone's just really tired, and I would say that includes me, maybe. <laughs> But, <laughs> I mean, of course. Been coping with it. My neighbor is like my best friend, so oh, we are cool. hanging. Yeah. <laughs> So we can hang out a lot since she lives like right there. So it's not really dangerous for us. But uh, I'm, I don't know. I still get tired of being with my family like 24/7, <laughs> which I think is is the case for a lot of teenagers. Yeah, like I mean, a lot of times when when we talk to young people, you know, um, family or like mm-hmm. connecting or relating with family. I mean, you can have a great family relationship, but there are always going to be things that you're like, ah, oh, you mm-hmm. know, you see differently. Um, how's that been for you? Obviously, my relationship with my family is like very good, but I, I would say that like I have at least one argument with like some of them daily. It's become like normal for us. I didn't even know a time when we did not have an argument every day, and <laughs> I guess I guess like without knowing, it's like our way of having some entertainment in the house. I feel like we don't even want to argue. It's just like there's nothing else to do, mm-hmm. so you just do it, and it's over in like 10 minutes, and then you just go back to being like friends, and then. It just like it never even happened. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I don't know if like other teenagers a, can relate. It's kind of like you know a scheduled argument for the day, but you know this is yeah. kind of like how we're communicating now. <laughs> yeah, like I even have like an. We always joke about this. Like me and my mom, I'm like, oh, it's three o'clock now. It's our time to argue. Like it's an actual like joke with us because that's always when you argue. <laughs> And then, yeah, it's pretty weird, but yeah, not, not at all. I think you know every family has its unique perks, but I mean, it sounds like even as you're arguing, you know, it's. It, I mean, as as funny as it sounds, but arguing can sometimes is a form of communicating as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Have you found that like through your arguments, you're actually communicating more、um, in terms of like your feelings or things that you are seeing differently? Yeah, I think the I think there is one downside because I, I definitely do communicate more, and I think both sides. Say what they want to say, but because it's like it's like a daily occurrence, like we don't really listen to what the other person's saying. I think that's why it's a daily occurrence. <laughs> right. Because like after so many arguments, like I barely listen to what the other person's saying because I'm like, okay, okay, like that's just like whatever you say every day. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> So yeah, the whole essence and the whole point of an argument has just slipped away into nothingness. <laughs> Perhaps it's time to schedule a once a week listening session. <laughs> yeah,、oh, that's actually a great idea. I will、uh, have a family meeting and tell them that. I mean, I love it that you guys have the three p.m. sort of like, hey, it's argument time. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like you、yeah. said, like you've just reflected. Hey, you know. We're not actually listening to each other more. Maybe we should do a every Friday happy hour listening session. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, my parents can't go to happy hour anymore anyway, so this is the new happy hour. I love it, family happy hour time. <laughs> Let's listen to each other. That's great. <laughs> I'm gonna give credits to you for that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's really cool to hear、um, just how passionate you are about sustainability issues, and you know you've really taken on a personal、mm-hmm. lifestyle choice as well to to make this happen.、Um, what ultimately,、mm-hmm. you know, inspired you to really go on this journey of? You mentioned that your sister showing you pita was was inspiring you to do a lifestyle choice in terms of what you eat. But how about、mm-hmm. the wider and bigger picture of sustainability? 
I think the main thing that did inspire me was that I really believe in the fact that even though like the situation can be bad or good or anything or our age we're younger I don't think anything like that matters at all like especially people with like some sort of privilege like, even if you have like an education that's still some form of privilege and anyone with that can make a difference like it doesn't matter how much it is like probably me being vegan is not going to save the whole animal uh industry agriculture industry but like it, it's making a small difference and i think that's like the core value that I always cling on to like sometimes me or like even any other students trying to do projects have like self doubt periods of self doubt where they're like is this really going to do anything like am i just doing this for no reason yeah. but i think in the end you always have to tell yourself that no there is a reason there is a purpose that you believe in and you can really make a difference yeah yeah kind of like you know even if like a drop in the ocean forms ripples that eventually goes mm-hmm. out you know into the, like the wider pool as well right yeah that's very yeah cool. That's exactly. Great. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Keita, it's been so fun to have you on the show and to it's amazing to hear just all the different initiatives you're doing, but also really cool to understand and hear a bit about your family and who you are. Mm-hmm. But before we kind of say goodbye um or see you later for now, do you have anything you want to share with young people out there of your age who are also here in Hong Kong? Any last words? So, what I would say is that even though like according to the context right now with COVID and everything Thing, we can still utilize the resources around us like right now we're doing this interview over Zoom so you can still do that like the fundraiser i'm doing is over an online website even though we can't see each other we can't talk to each other you have a bigger reach than you know you do if you really look into yourself if you look into what's around you if you look into what you have access to i would definitely just tell you to remember that if you really want to do something if you really want to continue an activity you can do it there is definitely a way to do it there's always a way to do it and this applies to any situation that there's always a way out there's always a way to make a situation different i don't know i, I just feel like there's no like fate or destiny like you can always change things that you want and use them to make the world a better place. Amazing. Thank you so much Ankita. And for those Thank of you, you Yeah, and for those of you who are listening in, I hope you've enjoyed our time and our conversation to get to know Ankita. And if you are interested in joining the show, very much like Ankita did, um feel free to nominate yourself or your friends and let us know. Until our next episode, we will see you then. Goodbye. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. See you next time.